3: This is Denise Salcedo with the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, and this is the weekend edition of the Busted Open podcast. On today's show, we'll discuss the return of Shinsuke Nakamura on Friday Night Smackdown. Plus, we'll give you our thoughts on who should be this week's weekly winner. You won't want to miss it. We got the return man of Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, I wanna start off by asking you, you know, how did you feel seeing Shinsuke come back last night?
2: You know, I loved it. Uh, Shinsuke has always been one of my favorites. Uh, I love the energy, the the uniqueness of who he is. The outfit he had on, I thought was gonna be even more uh, Shogun-like, you know, with the shoulders and the black ribbing Like, man, he looked great, you know, and he performed great. Um, That's that's always a good thing.
3: And that's the thing, too. Like, I feel like Shinsuke, when he came out, he's you know, he's very I think the thing that people like most or one of the things that people like most or makes you gravitate towards him is just his overall, like, flair and the way that he you know comes out and he's so like theatrical right and when he came out with all the all black to me i really loved the contrast because you know we were so used to seeing him in the reds and all of this and for me i felt like he kind of looked a little bit more sleek
2: yeah i mean i don't even know if it was sleek i think that he was just in good shape he was in good condition he he he, you could tell he takes care of his body he's not a uh a big weightlifter guy like some of, like Madcap was or, uh, uh, you know, some of the body guys. But nonetheless, when you have skill and you have talent, you know, you don't have to look a certain way. And he's got talent at the wazoo. Uh, also, uh, it was cool to see Riddle wrestle uh, last night. It's been a while. We had to return last week. And to see him get in the ring was pretty damn impressive too and with the competition that he had.
3: Exactly. I feel like there was a lot of things on SmackDown, which we will touch on in terms of like just things that are working and finally clicking for people. Like I feel you mentioned Matt Riddle, getting to see him come back, getting involved with, uh, you know, in the storyline with the bloodline and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, but also like everything with the uh, LWO and the judgment day. That to me was also kind of a hit there too. So I do feel like things are starting to click for people. Um, I do want to touch a little bit more on Shinsuke though, because one of the things that, you know, we did get to see was, a quick match against him and Madcap Moss and then um later on it was basically revealed that he is going to be um I guess carrying Cross's next victim. So with that being said Mark, what do you want to see differently from this run for Shinsuke Nakamura than what we've seen of his um you know in the past?
2: I I want to go back into that first year that Shinsuke came into WWE um, right away he went to having matches with the best people. And he was a, he was allowed to get over in a way uh, with the fan base that was different than what you had seen traditionally from not only a Japanese wrestler, but from any wrestler. Uh, with the live music, with the band, with the violinist, and um, him interacting awkwardly, Walking down the hallway, and people would be like, "Hey, man, good to see you here," and it's kind of Orange Cassidy esque, you know, with the barely tapping your hand type of stuff. And Shinsuke would like, you know, bow and just stay bowed to people, like, "What, what what's going on?" It, it was awkwardness. It was a, uh, it was something that was different, and I I want to see him go back to that, go back to being that different guy. That, and that's what people want to see. They get tired of the mundane, same old, same old. You can have a million matches, but how do I feel about you? Shinsuke made me want to feel in that first year. I want them to get back to that.
3: And I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this, Mark, because you mentioned that first year and kind of wanting to get back to that. And that was the thing, like the last, you know, you know, Ladder period that we saw for Shinsuke Nakamura. My biggest criticism was that I thought that the creative was just not good for Shinsuke. Like we were just seen. I felt like they kind of reduced him to the guy that would just come out and dance. And nothing more, nothing less from that. And I didn't like that. How did you feel about that?
2: You know what? It's easy to complain about what you get. But you also can say no. And that's, that's where we gotta get with, with wrestlers to be able to say, man, like, guys, this is, you see the ratings, this is, this is not going well. Like, can we go back to what was first? Because if it's working, I don't mind working with anybody. But if we're out there and we're getting low ratings and people are turning the channel, then it's time to change some stuff up. Because I don't want to be involved in a segment where they're turning the channel. Or I have to, like, threaten to jump off the top of the building to get people to pay attention to me. I'm, I'm not jackass. Like, I'm not, I don't <laughs> want to do stuff that's dangerous and hazardous that's not wrestling. And you find that a lot today. People are doing stuff. It's not wrestling. It's gymnastics. It's it's death-defying feats. It's like Evel Knievel jumping over the Grand Canyon. Like, let's go back to storytelling and doing things that people give a damn about. Once you do that, you fix the problem.
3: Although, with that being said, since you mentioned Jackass, though, I did enjoy um, what we saw at WrestleMania 38, though. Um, I thought that was pretty fun. <laughs> so when you I, mentioned I don't jackass, mind, like I brain, don't mind like Jackass.
2: I love it. Listen, I love Johnny Knoxville. I love all the stuff that's crazy and weird. I, I mean, I love We Man. I love the whole genre. Uh, even the hand came out of it. You know, like, it's, it was all kind of stuff that I love but in pro wrestling you know what let's let's turn on a 1985 uh wrestling tag team match or a 1990s undertaker versus anybody or 2000s uh you know Brock Lesnar introduction Randy Orton Batista like there was so much stuff that was coming into wrestling that you was like, oh, my God, all this I got to look forward to. And here we are, 2023. 20, um, I mean, it's, the, the, the world is, is changed in wrestling. You got new companies popping up all over the place. But the whole point is to entertain the fans with pro wrestling. What, what, what can we do, even if we have to dip back into the past to know where we're going, Um, I I really do think that there's something right there. And that was that he was not allowed to be who he was. You dance with the date that you brought. The WWE, they know who he is. They know where he came from. They know the matches that got their attention. Why not book him like what they saw? And, And that's what brother was saying about, him and AJ Styles in Japan. Like, why would you bring a guy from Japan that wrestles a unique type of style and then now you want to change him? I don't understand that. So, And that's
3: the thing, too. Like, they also did AJ and Shinsuke, you know, in WWE, but it just wasn't but anywhere not near like the it, same standard. not like
2: in Japan. It was micromanaged. You got to let... It, I, I, I love art. You love art? You have been to an art, you like to walk in and you see uh, a big mural. And you have to almost step back about 50, 60 feet. So you really can see what the essence of that piece is. The WWE needs to step back. Shinsuke is an artist. Like you have to step back about 50 feet and see what that painting becomes. And I think the fans will enjoy the process of watching Shinsuke become who he was. And the wrestlers will love the fact that the king of strong style merges with uh, the Western wrestling and find a happy bounce.
3: And that's the thing, too. Like now that we're going to be seeing him go up against a uh, Karrion Cross, I feel like this is going to kind of I hope this really benefits both guys, because up until now, like I kind of feel like things haven't been going too great for Cross on uh, SmackDown. You know, he had that feud with Drew McIntyre um, and it was you know, it was what it was. And then afterwards with Rey Mysterio. Um. So you do you think that this is good? Do you have high hopes for this?
2: as long as they allow cross to be the cross that we saw on NXT uh black and gold but he's not that guy the the matches that he had with djokovic and the matches that he had um with all of the guys that were the top tier guys at that time um he's not wrestling like that it's a whole different style of cross He's out there wrestling like, for lack of a better term, enhancement talent. Like, he's got to be him. I said the same thing to L.A. Knight at WrestleMania. You know, we interviewed him on Busted Open, and I was critical about L.A. Knight. And he was pissed about it, but he never said nothing to me. And I told him, you know what? I wish you would have said something to me then. We would have got the problem fixed. We wouldn't be here a year and a half later. And I hold a grudge. He held a grudge. We talked it out like grown grownups. And, and that's what it was. But they have to do that at work too. They have to go into the office and go, hey, I'm better than this. Allow me to be better for your company, it's your company. I'm gonna do what you want me to do at the end of the day. But as an artist, I'm not being me. And the people, I think they can see through this shit that I'm doing, I need to do something else. So like those conversations, you gotta grow a set and you gotta let people know where the tire meets the road and where you're being deficient. Uh, Otherwise, you're just gonna be another wrestler. (laughs) Listen, you know, we always say on this show, when we get to the weekly winner, if you're not first, you're last. And we'll start it off on Monday. Uh, Monday was a good show. I mean, I love the way that it started. Uh, Anytime that uh, you get a Hall of Famer like Rey Mysterio, and uh, you also have Finn Balor, um, like it lived up to what it was, um, and you know we had the the women's tag team championships, uh, Rochelle Rodriguez and Liv Morgan, uh, and they defeated Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus. Even though we had trouble in Paradise, you know. I mean, I I, I love the the way that that happened. Um, Something that we didn't talk about, but I think this is the goodest time of any. Um, I can see why Trish Stratus is there. Everybody was like, why? Oh, my God, why? Because Becky was all about being the man. She was all about her being in a position um, where she kind of like stood over all the other women, not realizing that in order for her to be the man, it took Trish Stratus to be the woman. And she did not give her her credit. She did not give any of the other veteran women uh, their respect. So I I can see how that all went down. Um, I mean, even Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed Big men slapping meat is what me and uh, Big Mac used to say. Um, Man, unbelievable. Um, Monday was, um, you know, excuse me, getting Solo and Kevin Owens was a treat. I mean, Solo is slowly becoming the main event guy. You know, like you, you you see him in the in the main events with people like Kevin Owens, and uh, you know even last night uh, you you see him in the main event, and you know I'm 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 looking forward every week now to um, seeing what what they're going to do with him, and we get to Wednesday, and I'm gonna tell you, Carmelo Hayes. He is making that entire show he's he's being one of those guys that's worth the price of admission um you know i'm Tiffany. uh Tiffany Stratton uh is a star like they they built her so unbelievably well uh dragging off uh, and and Wagner was good i mean you you never. You can never if you mention dragon dragon off, you 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 basically saying, Oh shit, watch this. Like the dude is much watch. And um I, I love the fact that um the the Fatal Four way contenders match um had the people in it that we all that's synonymous with watching NXT. And when you have that, um then you have a a well-made product. I mean, it had everything that we wanted to see. Um, Wednesday night, another great match between Darby Allen and Swerve. Um, I I love the powerhouse Hobbs and his segment. Um, Orange Cassidy and and Buddy Matthews, holy shit, what a match. Um, I mean, Golly the um the the blackpool combat club uh represented um i I I don't know if I've seen that much blood in in a long time uh Brandon Cutler and, and Michael uh Nakazawa um and, and and even Jericho and Keith Lee. Hell of a match. Two two like an unlikely pairing. You know, it's not like they had like, you know, big heat or anything or the the buildup for it was great. But nonetheless, it was one of those matches that delivered. Uh, Impact is is slowly becoming uh, must see. They have got to get on major cable, got to get on major cable. If you are not watching NXT, you're missing great wrestling entertainment. Um. As we saw last night, you know, the way that SmackDown started, uh the match that Xavier Woods had with LA Knight, uh the return of Shinsuke, uh, and him defeating Madcap handedly, might I add. And we had the tease of him and Karrion Cross. Man, it is it's just it was it was really good TV. Uh and then we get to the end and we have solo and riddle. Damn. Like solo, you know, mentioning him on Monday, here we are mentioning him on Friday. Main event, for main event, you start the week with him, you end the week with him. That's the that's the definition of a future talent that we can look forward to possibly seeing at a major pay-per-view, maybe a WrestleMania. Hmm. We'll see. But, um, I mean, you, you get to to Rampage. Uh, Rampage was just all action. It was all gas, no breaks. You know, Ossie Open and the best friends started it off killing it. Uh, you had the eight-man tag. Ty Vickery and Emi Sakura, um, two veterans, went at it. Like, it was very entertaining. And another return in the week of wrestling, Sean Spears. Um, Sean Spears, you know, big friend of MJF, came out and said that um, they don't talk, that, that, you know, friendships come and go. And Jack Perry being one of the pillars of... Um, was able to maintain uh, what the pillars have done over the last week, week and a half, and and win. Denise, I, I this this was a tight week for me, but I have to make a decision. Um, oh man, um, I I kind of feel like the MVP of pro wrestling this week was Solo, and you have to look at, um, for Solo to come out, not only have a, a, a hell of a match uh, with Riddle, but he spoke, and there was emphasis on that. You had a return in Shinsuke Nakamura, which I thought was incredible. I'm And, and you start a show uh, with an in-ring with the with the bloodline and Sami Zayn and, and Kevin Owens with that first time that Riddle is, is in a match, I, I, I'm gonna have to go with SmackDown, what about you?
3: Man, I thought this week of wrestling was pretty damn good. I thought each show had like some really good highlights. Like with Raw, I absolutely loved that we got to see, uh, you know, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez become the champs. Of course, everything that you touched on with Solo Sokoa, I'm in agreement with all of that. Uh, NXT, I thought was really strong too. Um, I loved, loved, loved the um, back and forth that we got between Cora Jade and Lyra Valkyria. I thought that was pretty good. I mean, the main event that we got with all of these guys and you're right about Carmelo Hayes. I'm so excited with him as champion. I thought that was great. Uh, In regards to AEW Dynamite, my favorite thing, I mean, I thought the first hour, uh, 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 rather, the first, like, 30 minutes, I would say, of Dynamite, I thought were just phenomenal, but so was the rest of the show, obviously. But um, Darby and Swerve, like, Killed it but I especially loved MJF Darby Allen and Sting and that whole um back and forth that uh Darby had with MJF and then Sting and MJF I thought that was phenomenal I thought this was probably one of the best um uh one of the recent best defenses that Orange Cassidy had of the international championship against uh Buddy Matthews that was really great stuff there too as for impacts we had some really good for me for Impact, I most enjoyed the um the four way with Laredo Kid, Laredo Kid, Lindsay Dorado, Black Daudus, and Rich Swan because that was really good. But I was also happy to see Steve Macklin and Kushida kind of go um brawl it out for that. We've talked a lot on SmackDown, but I mean everybody was pretty much you know on par. Uh, the Bloodline, uh, LWO, all of that stuff. For Rampage, I want to give a special mention to Ty Valkyrie and Emi Sakura because I really thought that that was a hard hitting nice match to see as for the winner of the week, though, I'm going to have to go with AEW Dynamite because I just really enjoyed um, the stuff that we got. Uh, the, overall, the match quality that we got during this night, I thought was really good. I mentioned Darby Allen and Swerve Strickland. Uh, I mentioned Orange Cassidy and Buddy Matthews, but also yep. um, the promo work. The promo work was great. Main event was fun. It was a fresh matchup with Jericho and Keith Lee. I feel like you can't really uh, argue that. And so for me, it was definitely dynamite.
2: You know, I, I mean, you you mean bring up the wrestling, and you leaned into. Um, more what the best wrestling show was this week and I went with what I thought was more entertaining
1: Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola Sound Design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to Sirius XM Senior Vice President of sports programming and podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen and Sirius XM Fight Nation program director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
1: If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say,
2: I'm
0: okay.
1: When the truth is,
0: I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because,